What has the church done for you? It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Building the Church. Our scripture reference today is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 20 through 25. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Brothers and sisters, do not be children in your thinking. Rather, be infants in evil, but in thinking, be adults. In the law it is written, By people of strange tongues and by the lips of foreigners I will speak to this people. Yet even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Tongues, then, are a sign not for believers but for unbelievers, while prophecy is not for unbelievers but for believers. If, therefore, the whole church comes together and all speak in tongues and outsiders or unbelievers enter, will they not say that you are out of your mind? But if all prophesy, an unbeliever or outsider who enters is reproved by all and called to account by all. After the secrets of the unbeliever's heart are disclosed, that person will bow down before God and worship him, declaring, God is really among you. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I've heard many messages about spiritual gifts, and it feels like most messages attempt to make spiritual gifts worth your pursuing. While not an unworthy goal, many messages overemphasize something along the way. There's always a strong sense that discovering your spiritual gifts gives your life purpose. Find your spiritual gift and your life will never be the same. On one hand, I can affirm that living out something God has given you does provide a sense of fulfillment and joy. At the same time, and I can't emphasize this enough, your spiritual gifts are not about you. The Holy Spirit empowers, encourages, and equips the church through spiritual gifts. And whatever gifts God has given you are to edify the church, not stroke your ego. Plus, those messages I've heard almost always talk about you discovering your spiritual gifts. In another roundabout way, we've made them about us. Part of the church's role is to help you see what everyone else sees in you. Discovering your spiritual gifts alone impedes that. So ask your church what they see in you, how they see you building up believers. Chances are that's your best way of realizing your spiritual gifts. The Apostle Paul taught this to the Corinthian Christians. Theirs was a community in disarray. They no longer shared faithful communion or love for each other. Pride ruled most of what their church life was. 
So, Paul would remind them of a more excellent way. This way, of course, finds its roots in love. 1 Corinthians 13, the great love chapter, then wasn't a random ideal about love. It was actually a call to action, a call to live in unity and love as God's church. This more excellent way redirects our pride to the love of God and neighbor. As such, we remember our spiritual gifts are for the good of others. We cannot pride ourselves on our gifts because they're not ours. God has given them to us. And does that mean that they can't be a blessing for yourself? Of course not. But the greater value is helping the church grow together in the love of Jesus. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.